Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello and welcome to Coach Cafe Radio, the self-empowerment place to meet where you get your weekly cup of inspiration on Blog Talk Radio. And today is Thursday, November 30th. And here in the, in the Coach Cafe, I offer you enlightened conversations about what matters most. I share with, with you uh, interviews with top self-development, self-help, self-whatever-you-need uh, coaches, experts, and authors. And I also share with you uh, life-changing, life-coaching tools, techniques, and processes to help you to live your best life. And I am definitely sharing the word that life coaching changes lives. I am your host, Certified Master Life Coach Kathleen Martin, coming to you live from the beautiful Hamptons, New York, as I do each week. And I invite you to share in my enlightened conversation by calling 646-649-1015. That's 646-649-1015. And you do have to press the number one so that I can see that you're waiting with your question or comment in my chat, uh, on, uh, in my uh, queue. And if you are on your computer, you can pay, post your questions and comments in that chat room that will be open for you. And I invite you to also stop by CoachCafeRadio.com, leave your information there, your email, and I will keep you in touch. I will keep in touch with you about what's coming up next in the Coach Cafe. All of my shows are archived. You can listen back anytime. And let me tell you, I am very eclectic here in the Coach Cafe. I offer you topics from happiness, wealth, health, relationships, love, sex, and career to the law of attraction, EFT, energy, psychology, angels, and beyond. So there's something for everyone here in the Coach Cafe. So again, leave your contact information and we'll stay in touch. And today the name of my show is Life After Loss During the Holidays with my wonderful favorite guest, Carol Brody Fleet. And I am just so um, thrilled because every year Carol stops what she's doing and she joins me in the Coach Cafe for our enlightened conversation about something very, very important. So let me introduce you to Carol. Carol Brody Fleet is the multi-award winning author of the number one ranked release, When Bad Things Happen to Good Women. She is also the author of Happily Even After, which is the winner of the prestigious Book for a Better Life Award, and as well as critically praised seven-time national bestseller, Widows Wear to Stilettos. She is widely recognized as a leader in the area of loss and life adversity recovery. She is also a two-time contributor to the iconic Chicken Soup for the Soul book series, 
as well as a regular contributor to the Huffington Post and thirdage.com. Carol appears as a motivational speaker throughout the country and is a popular media contributor and expert on numerous television and radio uh, programs nationally and internationally, as well as in national and international print and web media. Carol's new book, Loss is a Four-Letter Word, will be out in the fall of 2018. And you can meet Carol at carolfleetspeaker.com. So thanks again for joining me, Carol. Thanks for having me back, Kathleen. It's always so great to be with you. Yep, I love it. I love it. You are awesome. And I love that you took uh, time out of your very busy schedule. As you can see, Carol does not sit still. uh, (laughs) Seriously. There's no time to sit still. There's too much to do. I know. I know. And, And, you know, if you have... Uh, been with me in the Coach Cafe, and you join me each year. We do these holiday shows about something. I think a lot of people kind of tiptoe around and don't really want to uh, approach during this particular time, but it's such an important conversation, which is life after a loss during the holidays. And you go into all uh, of the different losses, Carol, which is what I love. So, you know, let's get going because it is quick moving here in the Coach Cafe. Again, listen back. It's going to be archived and tell your friends. So uh, let's get going with some of those really important aspects of life after loss during the holidays. And, you know, I know you've, you've shared before, but, uh, you know, start with some of uh, what most people are dealing with with a life after loss during the holidays experience that, you know, can really make it difficult. That's so true because the holidays – really are just a huge magnifying glass over whatever's mm-hmm. going on in your life, whether it's wonderful or horrible. The holidays are going to take that thing and just blow it up about 20 times. Mm-hmm. Whatever events are shaping your life. And when we talk about loss, most people automatically think loss of a loved one, and obviously we'll talk about that. But mm-hmm. there's other losses as well. There's divorce. There's a breakup of a relationship, a job loss, loss of a home. You know, there's all kinds of losses, and if that is shaping your life at the moment, the holidays are just going to make it even bigger. And the first thing that I always tell people is don't try to ignore the holidays. It's impossible. The holidays are there. Wherever you turn, there they are. There are lots of different ways to enjoy the holidays. It doesn't have to be a time of dread or sorrow. It doesn't have to be awful. You can observe the holidays without celebrating the holidays. There's a difference between the two. And, mm-hmm. and, and I've gotten very good at doing both, actually, um, through the years. Um, just very quickly, as a reminder, um, I lost my late husband, Mike, six days before Christmas and right smack in the middle of Hanukkah. So for mm-hmm. me, it wasn't even lost, you know, during the holidays. It was lost at the holidays. I mean, there it was. So the tenor of the holidays takes on a different complexion each year for me and for my family. And happily, it has become a time of joy again, but it's still a time of introspection, retrospection, and remembrance. And there are so Mm. many different ways that we can not just deal with the holidays, not just cope with the holidays, but actually 
in, enjoy a sense of peace and warmth and hope and promise. And isn't that really what the holidays are about when we get down to it, when we strip all the artifice away? Yeah. Oh, that's so beautifully put. I just love that. That was wonderful, Carol. And, you know, it is it, it is such an interesting thing. Here comes it's the holidays. And it does mm-hmm. have a different experience going on here. It could happen at any other time. But, man, if it happens during the holidays, it's like it goes deeper, doesn't it? It's so much worse. It, it, it does feel there's never a good time to experience loss, which is why the new book, Loss is a Four-Letter Word, is that title. Loss is a four-letter word. And there is mm-hmm. never a great time for it to happen. But when it happens, you know, near or during the holidays, yes, it is so, so much worse. Um, if you're dealing with a loss situation, whether it's right now or in a recent past or even not so recent, if you're in any kind of loss situation, it is human nature for those closest to you to try and jolly you out of that place. They don't want you in pain and hurt, so they're going to try and jolly you, right. whether it's with distraction. Mm. You, that, that's, that's inherent in, in, in an empathetic personality to do that. Don't feel obligated to be jolly. It's okay not to be jolly. I always advise to really tune in to you. Wipe out all the opinions and the noise and the tumult and the, the bombardment of opinions that you're getting, because you are. Mm-hmm. Wipe all mm-hmm. that out. Tune into you. If you don't feel like celebrating, don't. It's that simple. You don't owe anybody any apologies. But like I said, don't confuse observing with celebrating. You can quietly observe the holidays and dial back the merrymaking. Um, a perfect example that I can offer is when we were in a lost situation. Um, we uh we obviously weren't in a celebration place, but we lit Hanukkah candles and recited the prayers. We bundled up mm-hmm. and walked around the neighborhood and enjoyed the lights and the beauty of the season. Uh, we were we were we were quiet. Um, on on New Year's Eve, uh, the general manager of our very favorite restaurant invited us in to dinner and promised that she would have us out before all of the noise and the merrymaking and the, you know, noisemakers and all that started. And that's what we did. We were, we dined and it was lovely and we were out by eight o'clock. And do you see where I, where I'm going with observing the holiday, acknowledging the holiday, but no kicking up your heels and going to parties and feeling like you have to be on when you really aren't on, you know, you shouldn't Mm -hmm. have to bring game when you don't feel like you have game to bring. Right, right, and and to really listen to that in inside voice that's there guiding you. I love the tips that you share every year about how you can observe in in a way that works for exactly. people who for are you. in a state of yeah, for right, what and self care. Yeah, precisely. Now here is here's something that here's a question I get often that we don't we don't talk about enough. What if you're feeling the exact opposite? You want to kick up your heels. You want to get dressed up. And the people around you don't think that that's appropriate. One of my favorite words Mm. when it comes to dealing with loss. What if that's the state you're (laughs) in? Um, Well, here again, you have to tune in to you. No one on the planet 
gets to dictate your comfort zone or your healing journey, period. If you're moving through any kind of loss, this is your loss. This is your journey. You can't allow the opinions of others to dictate your actions. And if you feel like celebrating the fact that even you, though you've, su- you, you've suffered a devastating event or situation, whatever that event is, you are determined to move forward in a positive way, you go ahead and do it. This is, again, the message here is about taking charge of your own healing journey. And as long as you're not coping in a destructive manner, everything else is fine. Right. It's that, that's such a good point because I think a lot of people out there, uh, right away, I know I was, was thinking more in, in the other direction where, sure. you know, of course, everyone sure. is going to understand if you're not wanting to celebrate. But if you do, you may get right. some back, you know, lash, right? Exactly. And what I learned, the you know, I could have titled any one of the books, Don't Let This Happen to You, because I have right. made those and what part of my job, I think an important part of my job, is to help other people not make those mistakes. Why put yourself through that? You know, it, it dawned on me in listening to all these other opinions that I was getting that none of them was – none of these people were widowed, and none of those people were me. None of those people right. were in my house, you know, de- dealing with my day-to-day. And why was I listening to the opinions of people who – who aren't me, who aren't living this life this way and are dealing with this set of circumstances. And that's when life got a lot easier, was when Mm. I tuned out and away from those opinions. And I really started saying, you know, Carol, what do you want to do? What what do you need to do? What is going to best facilitate your your healing journey or this moment in time? What is going to best facilitate your daughter? Because nobody knows her like you do. Mm. And once mm-hmm. I once I made that shift, my life got a whole lot happier. And if I can spare people the pain of listening to opinions of those mm. around them who are not necessarily supportive or positive or life affirming, then that's what I'm going to do. That's wonderful. I, you know, because the it's so funny how we we think that the other people are important, you know, more important uh-huh. than we are, and we, you know, I, and especially at the time, Carol. I mean, is your your mind is not the same mind. I mean, you're going through Absolutely. something traumatic. You're not thinking as you normally do. You're not feeling the way you've always felt at the holidays. Your whole world is rocked, right? Absolutely. And then everyone around you, yes, go ahead. Is bombarding you. And when you're in that vulnerable state, you're questioning your own judgment anyway. You're questioning so much. And then you have people come in who reinforce negativity and that's where your focus goes. We gravitate toward what we focus on. That's just physics. Right. If I tell you, right. don't focus on, you know, yellow paper clips. That's the first thing you've just thought of. And you <laughs> yeah, are exactly. going to gravitate toward yellow paper clips. Um, it, it's mm-hmm. just, it's a, it's a law of brainiac physics. If you are focused on something, that is where the gravitational pull goes. And if somebody tells you, well, Kathleen, you shouldn't be doing that, or why aren't you mm-hmm. doing this? That's mm-hmm. where you're going in your headspace because you're too vulnerable to think right, you're very otherwise. Vulnerable, That's yeah. not, and, and vulnerability is not bad. It's part mm-hmm. of the loss 
it's part of the loss situation. It's part of the paradigm of loss. You are vulnerable. You are questioning everything. You, you, everything that you knew has been upended. Your, whatever your routine was has been upended. Again, right. this applies right. any loss. Um, and you're trying right. to find your way. You're trying to figure out. Everybody's telling you this is your new normal. I hate that phrase. Nobody mm. uses new normal oh in a positive way. I have never right. heard one lottery winner interviewed and shriek, this is my new normal. It's never happened. <laughs> and so people right. start saying this is your new normal. Well, you don't know what that is. And then when people come in with opinions, and if those opinions are different than yours, if it causes you to question what's in your heart, now you automatically assume that the louder voice, which is the person barking negativity at you, you automatically assume right. that they're right. I well, know, right? Okay. Yes. And that's why giving people back ownership of a healing journey, whatever it is that you are healing from, is so vital. Mm-hmm. And that brings us and, back to the holidays. Yes. Yeah. And so imagine I am a person who is on the other side of this, Carol. Someone mm-hmm. near and dear to me has gone through the loss. I'm the friend. What would uh-huh. you suggest would be some really, you know, you're, you're, so, you're so wonderful at sharing wisdom, some really wonderful ways of responding to this. You know, I was reading in, uh, on one of your Huffington Post articles uh, that you get an astonishing number of letters that begin with the words, is it okay if, and what will people right. think if I, or say if I, if, you know, that's the person going through the trauma. So what about us on the other end of that? What would you, what wisdom could you share with us so that we can be on that you know, in the, the person's life and really be a benefit? Well, let's start with that first because that's the most important thing. Uh, the first and best thing that you can do is listen. Listen without judgment. Listen without reproach. Listen without uh, condescension or looking down or offering an opinion if it's not solicited. You know, I listen to a lot of stories I never offer an opinion mm. unless somebody asks. And the opinion, mm-hmm. when I do offer an opinion, I always will, will disclaim it, if you will, or preface it with, here's what worked for me. Because what I'm saying is, it worked for me, but it doesn't necessarily work for everybody. But this is what I did mm-hmm. to combat what you're asking me about. This is what I did mm-hmm. in response to this particular situation. This is, or this is what didn't work for me. Don't let this happen to you. Listen. Right. When somebody comes to you and says, Kathleen, I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling sad. I want to cry, and it's been five years since they have suffered loss. You don't tell somebody, well, it's been five years. You should be over it by uh-huh. Because right. what they're hearing is, okay, I should be over it. I'm not over it, so mm-hmm. something's wrong with me. Here comes that gravitational pull in the brain again, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you, so you listen. If somebody – be a safe haven. Be the, the safe place where a person can go and just unload, whether they are sad or depressed or really angry or really happy. They feel peaceful. Mm-hmm. You know, when, right. somebody go, when, when somebody confides in a loved one, after somebody's passed away after a long-term illness or infirmity, that they're relieved. That doesn't mean they're happy that they're gone. They're relieved that the suffering is over because the suffering is intense for not just for the patient and for the people who love them. 
you know, the, the pain, the, the fear, the, it's, it's all so horrible. And yet when these people express relief that suffering has come to an end and there's a certain peace felt as a result of that, mm. holy mm. moly, you would be surprised at the judgment that is cast. That's wow. not why yeah. somebody is coming to you. You need to take that as the ultimate compliment, that somebody is so comfortable with you that they want to share their innermost feelings and fears and doubts and thoughts or triumphs. You know, the first time mm-hmm. I changed an air conditioner filter by myself, I called three friends because I, I did something that <laughs> yeah. was was not my job, and I did it, and I did it right, on my own, and right. I did it without blowing up the house. So you need to listen, and you need to do it with an open mind and an open heart. And if you feel like somebody wants to talk but they're afraid or reluctant, you say, you know what? Kathleen, when you're ready to talk, I'm ready to listen, and then follow through. That is the mm-hmm. first best thing that you can do for anybody who is dealing with a challenging situation. When it comes to appropriateness, again, one of my favorite mm. topics, and that's being said with tongue firmly planted in cheek. When somebody yes. asks if something is okay or if it's appropriate, and I, I got to go into this in depth in the, uh, in the new book, what they are really saying is, I really want to do this thing. This is what's in my heart to do, whether it is go on a ski trip at Christmas, date again, or sell their house and move, or change careers. What they, they have it in their heart. So they're saying, is it okay, or is it appropriate? Because they need positive reinforcement, and they're not getting it. And what I was delighted to share and further delighted to share in the new book is that, again, as long as you're not hurting yourself or hurting somebody else in the process, whatever you have it in your heart to do is fine. At any point in your healing journey, if you want to start dating 10 minutes after you said goodbye to your beloved, you go ahead and date. I don't recommend it, but mm-hmm. not for the reasons of, quote, inappropriateness. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It's, that, that's a whole other show. <laughs> let's let's right. put that on right. our on our yeah. calendar of things to do. That's a whole other show. But if you have it in your heart to do that, you do it. If you want to uh, decorate your house like Snoopy's doghouse on Charlie Brown Christmas, which I think is on tomorrow night, um, if you have it in your heart <laughs> to do that, you do it. And you do, you tune out the noise and the negativity. Mm-hmm. You get yourself around energy givers, and we've had this talk many times, you and I. Mm-hmm. You get yourself around energy givers who are going to love you and support you and get behind your efforts to move forward in a positive, forward-focused, uplifting way. However that rolls out for you, that's what you do. You get yourself away from the negativity in your life. You, we can't eliminate it entirely. You know, that, that's, right. that's not possible. But minimize it and get yourself around those who are going to lift you up and, and support you and get behind your efforts, whatever they are. Right, right. Give yourself permission to to literally, even if it's somebody right there in your own family that's negative, give yourself permission, right? It's so that's right. important. That's right. You know, about I, I think I was about a year along after Mike passed away. 
And somebody was telling me about what I should and shouldn't be doing and how I should and shouldn't be feeling at that point. And at that point, I was starting oh to goodness. get back to my, my cranky self. Right. Because <laughs> as I, because I'm cranky. And I finally I looked at them and I said, how's your widowhood going for you? Oh, and I didn't have that awesome, problem again. <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> because I, I was fed up. And how yeah, does this yeah. person tell me right. that I'm conducting myself wrong, quote unquote, or inappropriately, mm-hmm. or whatever issues mm-hmm. they had with my life at that moment? And right, I finally right, said, right. you know what? And, and guess what? They didn't have an answer for that. And I actually used that as a point of advice in the bereaved yeah. community. You just, you, you put on a smile, and as politely as you can, you just turn it around and say, hey, how's it going for you? Mm-hmm. And then maybe we can have a talk. Until then, um, stop it. Just stop it. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, um, and, that's what you, and, that is, and that goes back to helping um, people in a lost situation find their voice. Because at that moment yes. in time, it's a very low moment, you don't feel like you have any voice. Or you don't feel because it's it's a situation that we can't control. By and large, when it comes to loss, certainly life and death, but when it comes to loss in general, we don't have the control. So assume the control where you can. Where can you assume that control? With you and your healing journey and how you want things to unfold. Absolutely. And I'm looking at the clock, Carol. Can you stay a few minutes longer? Are you on a time? I'm all yours. Uh, You know that when I make a date with Kathleen, I don't make a date with somebody else. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, because I'd love to go a little longer on this because it goes by so fast. And, you know, I just want to just remind my listeners here of the books that you've written so far, Carol. And it's just so (laughs) breathtaking to watch, I feel, when someone goes through adversity. And I love that you also say that you you are... a um, a grief and adversity expert, right? Because we're yes. all going through adversity. Like we were saying before um, the show started, wow, you know, I mean, right now, <laughs> this year has been quite a whirlwind it's in the been, world um, itself, it's, hasn't it? Yes, yes. Well, yes, and listeners, Kathleen and I do an awful lot of talking off the air about other things. Um, yes. And, but it has. It is a very... Um, interesting time right now that we are all witnessing. And a mm-hmm. lot of what's going on causes a lot of anxiety. Uh, it causes yes. a lot of fear. It causes a lot of doubt. And we, again, right. have to strive to find positive ways to to deal with that, that stress and that uh, anxiety because it's real. It's real. I actually right. talked to my own doctor about it, is, you know, is the, the effect that – anxiety, environmental anxiety, if you will, um, has on our physical being. And he says it's absolutely real. There is data-driven study that uh, these you know, external influence can right. create sure. physical issue. Um, and, folks, I, I always like to take a, a pause here. If you are experiencing any kind of physical symptoms, as as it relates to a grief situation, a loss situation, please, please seek medical attention. Broken heart syndrome, for example, it is real. Mm. It is a thing. Yes. It is an actual physical reaction to grief. 
And the unfortunate result of that can be fatal. If you are experiencing any kind of physical symptomatology, that can be whether it's chest pains, uh, digestive issues of any manner or means, you know, sudden weight loss, sudden weight gain, uh, hair loss, uh, just a plethora of physical symptoms, please do not hesitate to seek help from your physician, from a mental health expert, from your cleric, anybody in a position to help you with whatever it is that you are dealing with, whatever your symptomatology is. Please Mm. don't suffer alone. Don't suffer in silence. Don't self-medicate. Get help. It's out there. Please. Yeah, so important, Carol, because, you know, that's one of the things that I repeat every week ask for help if you're if there's something within you that has some kind of a belief that you're filtering through that has some kind of a you know it's a it's a false uh belief that it's not okay to ask for help like and that for some or perhaps perhaps maybe you have a belief that um there's something wrong like it's some kind of a an uh a meaning that's negative that you couldn't handle it on your own. Well, and that's you know, that who kind I was. Stigma. That, that's exactly oh, okay. who I was. See, Kathleen is a certified life coach, and she knows. And what she's saying <laughs> is absolutely true. I was that person when Mike was okay. battling yeah. ALS um, for the first year of uh, his battle with the disease. I was taking care of him on my own to the serious detriment of my own health and because I saw getting help in the house as being a failure I saw it as failing as a wife as a mother as a breadwinner and it wasn't until I was diagnosed with shingles at the age of 39 that I thought you know what (laughs) something's got to change and as soon as I got medical help with the situation uh, you know caregiving help in the house Things got easier. We we established mm-hmm. more of a routine, and that is. It, I met, again. I made the mistake of equating asking for help with being a failure, and it's not. You are not. It's not mm-hmm. a sign of strength to try and go through something alone. Nor is it a sign of weakness to say, you know what? I need. I need a backstop on this. I need some help with this. Right. And that is such. That is born out of direct. Uh, mistake making on my part absolutely I have no problem humbling myself in that regard because it was wrong and I don't want to see anybody else go without help in whatever realm whether it's help in the house right help with your health help with your mental health the help is out there and it doesn't make you a failure it doesn't make you less it doesn't mean that you have dropped the ball somehow it just means you know what I can't do this alone. I need help with this. That's okay. It's okay. In fact, it's essential. (laughs) It's essential. You must ask for help. And if you find, I feel that this is an important message, because if you find yourself pulling back, there's your sign. That's right. You need to sit down with yourself and do some self-inquiry here about why aren't I asking for help? What is it that I do believe? Because like you just said, Carolyn, it is absolutely true that that breaking down of you, the root of it is stress. 
There's only That's so right. much pull on on the human form here that can go on until you break apart, you know, and and thank goodness you listened and asked for help. And especially, I well, mean, it's, it's under under normal days you ask for help, you know. Right. So, well, and you know, you what, know and, and what I don't understand, and, and you know what, and women, we are especially guilty of this. Mm. And if you say I'm not guilty of this, you're a big liar because you're a woman, and I know how we are. <laughs> if we yes. if we break a leg, we don't say, oh, I have a broken leg, but I'm not going to get help with it. We go and we take care of the broken leg. Well, what if the wound that you're suffering isn't visible? Yeah. Does that make it less than? Right. You know, the, rim, right. the reason why so many women die from heart attacks is because they write off the symptoms as, oh, well, it's a bug, or, oh, well, it'll go away, or, oh, I've got to take care of this or that first. And, you know, we're we're, we're women. That's what we do. And, unfortunately, it can have catastrophic results. So treat what's going on in your head or your heart or a, a physical symptom as if it's that broken leg that you would not try and fix on your own. Although some women might, um, because that's what we do. Um, please get the help that's out there waiting for you. You know, I I came up with a metaphor years ago for this. Take a can of soda, and don't judge me. I love Coca Cola, real Coke, not diet. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Take, so I'm going to take so I'm going to take my can of Coke. I'm not going to open it. I'm just going to take my can of Coke, and I'm just going to start shaking it. I am shaking the Coke, and I'm shaking the Coke, and I'm shaking the Coke. Now, the Coke on the outside looks fine. It's the pretty can. Right now, it's all decorated for the holidays. Right, fine. But inside that can, there's a storm brewing. And if that storm is not released, it's going to be a big old mess. Think of yourself as that soda can that's being, you you know, and you've suffered a loss. You're a soda can. You've suffered a loss. That can has been shaken. Mm -hmm. And now mm-hmm. you've got to deal with the loss. Maybe it's a funeral. Maybe it's cleaning out a desk from a job that you've had for 20 mm-hmm. years. And where the can is That's shaking. That's right, yeah. And now you're dealing with some negative people and the can is shaking. And now you're trying to talk to somebody and, and they're not you know, being very nice in return and the can is shaking. And maybe there's some financial issues involved because with loss there most always is. I don't care what it yes. is you've lost going to be finances tied in, and the can is shaking. If you don't do something, that can right. will explode. And yep. instead of waiting for that explosion, let's get the help you need, whether it's expert help from a financial advisor or uh, a bank or a mortgage company, an electric company that you've got to negotiate with, to a lawyer or your physician or whatever it is, let's start releasing the pressure going on inside that soda can instead of waiting for that inevitable explosion because it's going to happen absolutely yeah don't say i'm okay when you're not okay and uh, like you were saying carol women i don't know (laughs) what the heck stop doing that to yourself if you're not okay you're not okay that's okay that you're not okay you know yeah, it, it, and, it, it, yeah um, it is okay to not be okay. That could be book number five. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, but women, and, again, and get real with yourself. It's, it's, it's not um, worth it. It's, well, it's not worth it, but, you know, we're not good at admitting frailty. You know, more mm, is expected mm-hmm. of women today than ever before. Um, when women first went into the workplace en masse right. and in earnest, right. you know, it was because we wanted the choice 
to be able to become a doctor or a construction worker or an astronaut or, you know, choices that simply didn't exist for women 40, 50 years ago. And you and mm-hmm. I are of, mm-hmm. the, of the generation where um, we were kind of at the leading edge of that. Our parents, our mothers kicked down doors. We were kind of at the leading edge of all that. And we right. remember when uh, women were largely in the home, where 90% of women were in the home. Now, 97% of women are in the workforce. But we're still expected to do all the home stuff, too, which right. is, right. you know, having been in both places, harder. Than, I mm-hmm. mean, that, that, that is a hard, hard, you know, the, 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 the stay-at-home mom, boy, is that title not given enough reverence. Um, but now we're expected, I know. we're expected to do both, and we're expected to do all of it with a smile and having it all. And, oh, by the way, you need to look like the pictures in the glossy magazines while you're doing it. Yes. And, yes. You, you know, you need to and you need to and you need to. There's so much that is expected of us, and I don't think anybody is harder on women than we are. We are mm-hmm. the hardest mm-hmm. on ourselves. We are our own harshest critics. And we know it. And that's what we have that's where the balance has to be. This work life balance, I get all that. Again, another show. But right, the first right, right. balance that we have to establish is with ourselves and our expectations and our and how realistic those expectations are. Especially if you're dealing with loss. Oh yes. Oh yeah. And and keep in mind all the different losses that Carol is talking about. And we are getting close to the end here, Carol, because well, first of all, I just want to take a, a moment here and and read out the names of all of your books. Because think about this. I mean, this is what I love to witness. A uh you know, there you are in the midst of deep pain and loss and what comes out of it is helping other people in the same situation. And just listen up because that's really what you want to be doing in life is find some way that you can help people in it, in, in the adversities of this world, which are ongoing. But loss, I think, is one of them that is running through everyone at some point, somewhere along the line here. Nobody gets out of here without loss of some kind. And really listen to what it is that you need and take action and ask for the help and you will receive it in in uh reading carol's books and also visiting her website carol carolfleetspeaker.com and widows wear stilettos was your first book correct correct right Love that, that title. Yeah, that, that was, is that so was awesome. The first, that, like, was the, that, that was the one, one that was the one that started it all. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one that kicked it off. And it wasn't just for widows, right? It was for widow widowers. It was for everyone, right? Um, your it, it, your site. It, it really it didn't start out that way, but it kind of turned into that because when the widowers started saying, "Well, what about us?" and I I feel presumptuous right. writing for men. I said, "You know what? Nine tenths of that book will apply to you. Maybe not the makeup right. and beauty tips, but the rest right. of it. Yeah, go ahead and read." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have so many resources, by the way, for anybody going through any kind of law. So please reach out to Carol in her uh, offerings here. And um, Happily Even After came after that, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. And then When Bad Things Happen to Good Women. That's right, and that and was now, the book that it's not just widow centric. That 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 book is okay. uh, is uh, for uh, everybody, really. Right, 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 and and a variety of different things. And then 
loss is a four-letter word. So look at all of the inspiration that is coming through you, Carol, for everyone. And, uh, again, don't sit there and feel that you have to suffer through this alone. There's so much out there in the form of uh, people like Carol, okay, and the resources that she offers. So please visit her website. Please get her books. And I know you know somebody. If it's not you, I know you know somebody. So pass it on, okay? Don't keep it, uh, uh, you know, to yourself. Uh, if you're listening to the show, and I, of course I'm going to be sharing the links and listen back again, but share it and reach out to, uh, you know, take advantage of what Carol has to offer. And very quickly, Carol, where, where, what's going on with you? What's happening next I, besides the book? Where are you speaking or uh, having anything going on that people who are listening uh, could tap into? Well, the, be- the best way to keep up with all of that is on Facebook at my page, which is Carol Brody Fleet. It's a verified page, so be sure to that you land on the right one. And um, uh, coming up this month is you're going to find great tips on, more specific tips on how to deal with the holidays, all kinds of different things from how to observe the holidays to how to deal with people who ask you, you know, things that you don't really feel like answering to great ideas to how to uh, celebrate the holidays without being coupled off. Uh, so oh, uh, Facebook yeah. is a is a great place to start, and um, I am just I'm super excited. I'm in pre production on the new book, which is being presented by HCI Books, who have the wonderful honor of putting a little tiny book called Chicken Soup for the Soul on the map many years ago. Oh. So I am delighted <laughs> okay. to be working with uh, with HCI, and that book will be out in the fall of 2018. And I'm really really excited to bring that to the widow community. Oh, that is so awesome. That's wonderful. Well, Carol, you know what? You are such a leader, and you're such an example of what can be accomplished through adversity. So, <clears throat> you know, listen up. Take these take these words seriously, because what we shared is very, very, very important. Don't let it go by. If you are going through adversity or a loss of some type, there is help to be had, and uh, don't sit there alone in it and ask for the help and don't ignore the symptoms because don't worry, they'll get bigger and you don't want that to happen. And I, there are so many things that you can do. And the, these tips for the other side, the people who are on the, 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 you're the friend, you're the family member, you're the, you know, uh, the, the colleague, the, whoever you are, the neighbor, uh, Carol has so many wonderful uh, tips for you to really tap into, to really be present to the person who has gone through the loss. So thank you so much, Carol. I truly, truly appreciate you. And by the way, Carol's going to be coming back uh, around the new year <clears throat> about Happy New You. And I love that conversation as well because it really is, uh, you know, we all go into this experience, right, Carol, where it's like, here it is again. That's <laughs> right? right. That's New right. And right around the bend. And how is it going right. for you? So That's right. Well, it thank you so for fast. all the kind words. I, I can't thank you enough for the kind words and also for being such a terrific support uh, to me through a lot of years that you and I have been working together, and it's just a joy know. To, to work with you and to help us get the message out to so many who need to hear it that there is help, there is hope, there is promise. You don't have to do this alone. And, you know, the, a message is only worth the willing messenger, and you've always been such a, mm. a wonderful 
wonderful messenger and support, and I can't thank you enough for that. Oh, thank you, Carol. Thank you so much for saying that. And I feel that way with Coach Cafe. It's a it's a real resource. So if you are listening, please pass this show on to anyone that you know who is in the midst of this particular experience around this particular time. So thanks again, Carol, and until next time. Until next time. That's right. Okay, <laughs> love you. Love you too, Kathleen. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.